0: You know, one of the biggest struggles with the ultra wealthy is trust. You know, you have five, ten million dollars in this account. You know, you you're aging. You know, you're starting to doubt yourself just a little bit about the financial decisions that you're making. And now in a humbled and vulnerable state, you are forced to choose an advisor. But why should we have to choose it in a vulnerable state? Why not choose it when we are conscious we are in good health, and we know exactly what we're doing. As Christians, we were taught to be good stewards over our tithing and giving to the less fortunate. But when it came to our own personal finances and investments, we are clueless on what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about managing debt, leaving a legacy, investing, or even planning for retirement? We answer these and many other questions because we want to teach you how to be rich and righteous. If this is your first time to the show, we want to say welcome. If you're coming back for another spiritual refill, welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgway, and this is Financial Advisors Say the darndest Things. Welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgway, Mr. Christian Finance, the host of Financial Advisors Say the darndest Things and my mom's favorite Christian financial advisor. And today, we're going to talk about home care. You know, many Americans want to age in place, which is an easy way of saying they want to stay in their homes. But like anything in financial planning, we can talk about it all that we want, but unless we prepare for it as we age, the probability of it being financially viable starts to decrease. So let me ask you, if we're going to plan for the future, when do you think is the best time to start? Yes, right now it is being reported on cnbc in a recent article that americans don't want to go into care facilities aarp which is the american association of retired persons has found that 85 percent of americans over the age of 65 would like to stay in their current home as long as possible it comes from the 2021 home and community preference survey it's a national survey of adults 18 or over and it came out this september and one of the statistics that really struck me was that 34% of all adults say they need to make changes to their home to enable them to stay there and about half would consider leaving their home to find one that helps them age independently at 49% or that is more affordable to maintain at 44% so this lets me know that investors and Christian investors alike are looking for ways to protect themselves from losing their homes even if it means downsizing to make it possible So today, we're going to share some ways you can start preparing so you can stay in your home as long as possible. First, we'll talk about the non-monetary and monetary aspects of planning. Then we'll break down how to choose a caregiver and finally speak about care agencies and how to age in place. So let's start with finding a trusted advisor. If you have been following me for any length of time, you know I think choosing an advisor is one of the most important decisions an investor can make. So, I spend a lot of time talking about choosing one that aligns with your values and your beliefs. For example, if you want to stay in your home and your advisor is telling your kids to get you into the nearest care facility because it's too expensive to stay at home, that is going to be a problem. You know, these choices are very new to you and you don't know what you don't know. You know, the first thing is to bring this concern up with your trusted advisor. Even though the decision to stay at home or admit yourself into a care facility is a non-monetary decision it does have monetary impact but regardless if you choose to stay at home or go into a care facility it is important to determine who is going to be your critical caregiver you know when you're at home there are going to be a lot of responsibilities that are going to need to be filled that are crucial to your health as much as we love our clients You know, no matter how much money you have, we won't be able to drive you to your doctor's appointments. You know, we're not going to be able to help you if you fall in your household or or maybe even help you around with home maintenance. Believe it or not, a lot of conversations that financial advisors have are non-financial in nature, because as I said earlier, it is nearly impossible to separate the two. That is why I say that having a financial advisor is more than just a transaction It is more than just talking about if you're up 5% or down 5% in the market at any given moment. A great advisor is going to help you along the journey of financial planning. So the decisions such as if you should stay at home or have to go into a care facility, stay in your control and not under the control of your wallet at that time. So with that said, I encourage you to seek aging in place resources. This can include, but not limited to concierge services that can handle your daily errands such as fixing toilets and bathtubs finding prescription drug services or medicare brokers you know in this technology age i would be remiss if i didn't speak on making sure your caregiver knows how to use applications like zoom or other online services such as ride sharing and online shopping one it reduces the mistakes of ordering things you don't need and in the medical field We all know that it is leaning toward more technology to hold these virtual appointments. You know, during the whole pandemic, a lot of the doctor's appointments that we traditionally would drive our children to we did online through a camera in the future. I assume this is going to continue and get even more complicated. So when should we start? We talked about starting now, right? The sooner, the better. But i really think the process roughly should start about five to ten years before you think that you would need it now i know this is not a hard number but i mean if you have a 20 year old i wouldn't think that you would encourage your 20 year old to try to think about care facilities that young Um, i don't want to necessarily scare anybody into putting money into these care facilities when they don't need to and there's other priorities on the list but the process itself should start about five to ten years before you think you need it which for a typical investor is around 55 to 60 years old, you know, right before retirement and in enough time to start redirecting some of those retirement dollars to your at-home care bucket. And I want you to keep this in mind that there are local area agencies on aging that can help you navigate those local resources as well. And if you don't have a family member or friend nearby, that's okay. There are some professional advocates who can help you with health management. You know, one of the biggest struggles with the ultra wealthy is trust. You know, you have five, $10 million in this account. You know, you're aging, you know, you're starting to doubt yourself just a little bit about the financial decisions that you're making. And now in a humble and vulnerable state, you're forced to choose an advisor. But why should we have to choose it in a vulnerable state? Why not choose it when we are conscious We were in good health and we know exactly what we're doing. You know, sometimes we don't know if the people that are helping us are doing it because they love us or they're doing it because they want a huge inheritance. You know, choosing a caregiver to help you through the non-monetary aspects can give them that chance to build some trust with you. Because technically, we never know when something may happen that will cause us to suddenly need help. So having someone there to kind of pick up the slack can be comforting. And think about it this way. Now, it would be a natural evolution from caregiver to trustee to power of attorney and ultimately beneficiary. And if you don't have someone that you can trust, as we said You will want to vet the agencies almost as if you would vet an individual and create a list of pros and cons for each. So here's a tip for you. Before making any decision, I want you to go to each website and look at their services. You know, don't look at the price right now. Just the services that get you excited. Make a list of services you would like to have and start speaking with some of these companies that align with your values. You know, your final choice should be based on how they make you feel. And not just the price or the cost of the facility you know in this stage in your life you should have already done all of the hard work and it's time for it to pay off if you've saved you've invested you've been disciplined you've been faithful this is the moment you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor and live with reduced stress now here's a list of things to consider when choosing someone to oversee your health management one the agencies that conduct proper background checks of those caregivers and how much information you have access to when choosing two you you'll want to get once again familiar with how they make you feel which is based on the level of care provided their personalities and the facility's reputation and three maybe think about getting a geriatric care manager who are like um, private social workers You know, they can do in-home evaluations, help with finding programs, and have some oversight such as medication management and advocacy. You know, choosing to stay at home or going to a facility is a big decision and if this is a priority, then it needs to be discussed early and it needs to be planned for. You know, walking into your advisor's office when you're 75 and just been diagnosed with dementia and encouraged to find a care facility is not the time to make that decision. That decision needs to be made now. And that's why we're here to help you as always we want to choose a care facility that has a christian background and focus we want to make sure that the company that will oversee your in-home care shares your values and beliefs because they will be the ones you trust to carry out your wishes you know agencies such as christian companion senior care on their website they are very open about their faith and willingness to serve clients from a biblical perspective You know, even though they serve a small area in Pennsylvania, they are still a good example of what to look for. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read you a few points from their about section on their website. And it reads, we provide our care services with a Christian perspective that is reflected in our caregivers, their performance, our company's respect for our caregivers and their needs, which results in outstanding, compassionate care for their clients and their individual needs. They make an additional point our company's mission is to honor god by providing our services as a channel of god's love for seniors and their families we encourage our caregivers to live their faith and stand ready to offer spiritual encouragement if their client is so interested caregivers never force or push their faith now i am not encouraging to go to them i this is not a promotion for them i did not get paid for them but what i want to show you was that this Company is highlighting some of those points we discussed earlier having a Christian faith, making sure that they are providing care, making sure that they have the client's best interest in mind. Now, it is going to be your responsibility to vet this company, but this is the right direction that you want to go into. You know, as it says in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3 through 4, by wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. You know, we want you to take your time building this house. And it is through understanding that your dreams will come into fruition. And ultimately, you will live a life of precious and pleasant riches. I hope that you've been blessed. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, comment and share. Also, if you're not subscribed to our podcast, I want you to go to www.abrwealthmanagement.com backslash podcast and join our family and as a thank you we will have a free gift for you if you need help building your financial plan information to speak with us will be given right after the show so make sure that you stay tuned i am ab Ridgeway, mr christian finance himself and i'll see you on the other side of your blessing I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. on Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion, are not necessarily the views and opinions of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become AB Ridgeway Wealth Management clients pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnest Esteem podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.